Welcome back to Warrior Talk, the voice of Little Rock Christian Academy, a.k.a. Warriorville. This is Gary Arnold, your host and your head of school. Every week, we want to grab about 10 minutes of your time to share an insight on school, education, parenting, and building community in the grace and truth of Jesus. Well, let me ask you, how many times this week has someone asked you if you've seen The Social Dilemma on Netflix yet? I know for me, it's a half a dozen or more. And you know, it was a good suggestion. I took heed to the questions and spent 90 minutes just watching the social dilemma for myself. And even though we've kind of known this, sensed it, felt it, it was kind of a two by four hit over the head when powerful insiders of the major social media venues uh, pulled away and explained why they took issue with the direction of social media and why they walked away. Uh, what ethical concerns they had, what psychological concerns they had, what fears they had for families and humanity. So this week I've asked uh, Mrs. Shonda Phelps, uh, one of our exemplary teachers from our junior high, to come in and share with us some of her impressions after watching The Social Dilemma as a parent but also as a teacher of junior high kids. Now, we all know from experience that Junior high is a very malleable age. Uh, the brains have tremendous neuroplasticity, and they can be influenced so quickly. Uh, their prefrontal cortex is not uh, fully developed, and they rely on feelings and peer pressure and impulse so much. If you don't have a junior higher yet, get ready. It's a unique age. If you've had a junior hire, you know exactly what I'm talking about because it's a fun ride. We love these kids, and they, they are just a snapshot of what life is like between being a child and an adult. So let's invite Mrs. Shonda Phelps to the microphone so she can share with us her reactions to the social dilemma. So, Mrs. Phelps, you know, how did you react, or better yet, how did you respond in your innermost being when you watched the social dilemma? So, as an educator and a parent, watching the social dilemma was pretty sobering. I've you know, sort of followed all the scientific studies out there about the effects of social media and excess screen time, the increased feelings of loneliness and depression and suicide, especially in young teens. So in the video, they mentioned that the increases of suicide for like 12 to 15 year olds is over 100 percent from what it was before sort of the onset of social media. So the social dilemma really helped me to understand that these platforms are by design manipulative and addicting, that they're using these algorithms to garner more and more of our attention. And so the documentary really helped me to understand the power that they have over us and over the information that we see. And their goal is to affect our behavior. As one of the experts put it, they want to tilt the floor of human behavior. And I had to ask myself, do I want to expose my children to this? And if not, how do I stop it? Do I go with my knee-jerk reaction of just never letting them get a phone ever? And 
with technology becoming more and more integral in our lives, I can't imagine doing school without it right now. I just don't think that's a, a viable option. So I really think the answer to the problems that they bring up in the documentary are twofold. I think firstly, as parents, we have to protect our children with monitoring and appropriate limits because that's not necessarily something they're capable of yet. Uh, There was a study I read recently comparing adult brains to adolescent brains, and they were specifically monitoring which part of the brain is active during decision-making, like what are we using to, to make decisions? And in adults, it was really clearly the frontal lobe, the seat of logic and reason, And in adolescence, their frontal lobe is not developed yet. It's sort of, you know, in development. And so for them, it's the area in and around the amygdala. This is our seat of emotion. So they're making emotional decisions because they don't really have that logic and reasoning capacity yet. So Do we want to give our young teens with brains that are really still a work in progress unfettered access to the internet and social media? I think we have to find ways to help them balance their use of technology. And most importantly, we have to teach them to ground themselves and their faith in the Word of God. Uh, Tristan Harris, formerly of Google, who co-founded the Center for Humane Technology, said in the documentary, if we don't agree on what is true or that there is such a thing as truth, we're toast. This is the problem beneath all the other problems because if we can't agree on what's true, then we can't navigate our way out of our problems. One of the other experts said, We're allowing technologists to frame this as a problem they are equipped to solve, and that's a lie. And I think they're both absolutely right. It is vitally important that we arm our children with what Dr. Turner calls the capital T truth. Students need biblical literacy and a biblical worldview as a lens through which to process the world as a control. As a scientist, I know that all good scientists would never do an experiment without a control. It's what you're comparing the results to, to see if there's a difference or a change. And if we don't give our children the truth of a biblical worldview as a control to compare to the world, then how will they know what out there is good and true and beautiful and what is not. I don't want their lives to be an experiment without a control. So ultimately, my takeaway was just a reminder of the importance of our mission at Little Rock Christian and our drive as teachers, no matter what the subject, to include the biblical worldview aspects and how it impacts just all parts of our lives. And I think that if we do a good job of giving our children these tools, then when they are on social media, they can use that as a filter. And, I mean, for the rest of their lives, what would they not use it for? It's going to be 
the the lens through which they see everything else. And so I think that, you know, it just makes me more confident in what our mission here is at Little Rock Christian. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Phelps. You nailed it. You know, I think, hey, if people don't get to watch the show now, they've been informed. And, you know, as you watch the documentary, if you're busy, I'm sure there are parts that you can speed through because it states kind of what we know, but expands on it in dramatic ways. So just watch it for yourself. Learn and join us in this effort to push back on the manipulative and false culture uh, messages that are pressing in on our kids. And let me end with this, that I encourage you to have a social media fast someday. You pick the day, just put your family on it, put yourself on it. Don't let the kids do it without you because they need to see you suffer too. And and then I'll look at a, the school calendar and maybe we can come up with a community social media fast day. But I think just detaching, unplugging uh, will will be an effort to break the habit, to break the bond. Um, I know I look at my phone too much. I'm constantly checking email. I don't do much in social media, and now I even want to do less. So until we talk next week when I interview Megan Garrison and Stacey Knornshield, we just ask you to go in peace and go Warriors. Go Warriors.